I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. And this is Success in Black and White. The podcast. Where our mission is to bridge the gap between Between racial racial boundaries. boundaries. We can't wait to share our stories, tips, and experiences. As well as hear from extraordinary guests. So stay tuned. As we jump into this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Success in Black and White. The podcast. We are back one more again. We are back one more again. We're back. Coming to you live. From the house. From the house. Yeah. So, February. February. Black History Month. Black History Month. We're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. I'm excited. I prepared zero notes for this. Oh, it's okay. (laughs) It's all right. Okay, good. Just have a couple of questions, um, oh, okay. and, and I'll okay. answer them as well. Okay. Um, and we just definitely want to acknowledge Black History Month um, for a couple of reasons. Me being one, um, I am Black, African American descent. You are. Yes. I'm just yes, and not just today, and not just this month. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? Every day. Every day. Oh. All day, every day, go every figure. month, every year. Go here. So we're talking about celebrating Black History Month, but um, I celebrate my blackness every day. True story. You know, but I only get a month to do it without um, any repercussions. I celebrate your blackness every day without repercussions. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you so much. You know what I'm saying? Like if I want to wear, you know, my my Mm -hmm. Black History Month clothes or shirt to Mm -hmm. work. You know, people won't say nothing to me because it's February because it's Black History Month. (laughs) You know, March come around here. April, May, I wear it. And I'm like, hey, you know, if we could please have you dress more accordingly to the dress code. (laughs) You know, you really want to wear that. Come on now. But nah, (laughs) we're going to talk about it a little bit. We won't be before you long, but we definitely want to make sure that we did homage to Black History Month and um, I want to ask you, growing up, do you even remember acknowledging or celebrating or, you know, having, I guess, events or, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like this is a trick question. It's not a trick question <laughs> okay. or, or any celebratory activities for Black History Month. I mean, like, I say this kind of facetiously and like also truthfully, but like, Why? Right, because I grew up in a small town that was, there was almost no diverse individuals. And I mean diverse as in like diverse from the white majority. That was actually the whole. So, no. I think that we probably learned a little bit, um, at least learned about it. Um, But I think it was very lacking Mm-hmm. Now understanding the the things that I didn't know and I didn't learn while I was in school. Mm-hmm. Um, also understanding that a lot of our history was very, very whitewashed. Um, right. There was not... I honestly, and I know I've said this before a couple times on the podcast, but I did not have an, even an understanding that racism still existed until I moved to the South and lived here for, for a minute. Um, I just thought it was like, you know, like everybody else probably in that area at that time thought that it was eradicated when Martin Luther King, hallelujah, (laughs) 
eradicated racism for the world. So, you know, and, and, and I say that like halfway jokingly and, and partly that could have been me not absorbing things, but I also think that we did not have a true history of the United States and the points of view of every single individual that lived in this continent. And so I would say, I mean, I say all of that as a long convoluted answer as to no, we mm-hmm. did not celebrate Black History Month when I was growing up. Um, I may have known about it, but it was, it was so not something that we even like recognized that it was mm-hmm. just like, why? Like February was Valentine's Day. Yeah. That's it. I feel like also a lot of people, um, I'm not going to say a lot of people, I'm going to say many people use the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day as a pass as well. Like it just happened in January. So like, doesn't that cover everything blackness for mm-hmm. the first half of the year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I feel like a lot of people use that as, as a pass and especially um, because the day is observed as a holiday and they have the parades and you know they do the um, acknowledgement and appreciation of his um, work depending on which side you're on but it it is at least acknowledging i feel like many people use that as a pass so that when you know black history month does come it's kind of like oh yeah we celebrated yeah you know dr martin luther king jr i could see that i know for a fact we never celebrated that day i don't know if we observed that day i can't remember to be honest with you but i know we didn't celebrate it there was there were no parades in my town for mm. martin luther king jr mm. well i'll tell you for me um black history month and, and observing it it was different um, being a black person and, um, and in our culture, I know it was celebrated and appreciated, but like externally. And what I mean by that is in school, like, I don't remember, I can't remember, um, like observing it or celebrating it in school, but outside of school, like going to all the events and they had the services and the different things. Um, to kind of acknowledge and celebrate what Black History Month was about, which was celebrating the achievement of black people, Mm -hmm. you know? So we did that. And when I say externally, that's externally from school or any type of public facing um, settings. So it was like you went to school and then you came home and then you did stuff like with your family, with the black community to celebrate the achievements by black people. (laughs) Right. And, and that's kind of how it was. And and then as I got older, um, that, that seems to be kind of how it played out just in general, because like places that I've worked and like it's not really celebrated. So it's kind of like I'm like, hey, hey, happy Black History Month, you know, but the places that I've worked, you know, it's, it's, it wasn't like really celebrated. And, and now working, you know, in higher education it's kind of like they do have events and, and celebratory activities for the students. But for me, um, it's kind of like I still got to find my own way or my own avenue mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm at least celebrating or acknowledging or even more so learning. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like that's also an important part of it is, is learning, you know, continuing to learn more about my history 
Yeah. You know, and all of the acknowledging and, and celebrating of the achievements. Like, what are some of those achievements? Like, you know, you yeah. have those those basic ones that everybody just says. But, like, I'm trying to dig a little bit deeper. And, and that's my personal goal is to find out about some of those hidden secrets um, or, or that are not hidden. But the person or because of them being black or African-American the person is hitting, but not mm-hmm. the achievement or, or what they help find or what they push forward. Right. Yeah. Like many of our modern invention inventions were like the air conditioner. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but it was created by a black man. And so, like you said, that is, okay, we know we have the air conditioner. Yeah. And you just don't know who invented it. But maybe that person, if we can... Celebrate a person who created a pillow in 2021. You know? I feel like we should be able to celebrate a person who created the air conditioner. I could be wrong. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I think it's a good chance to celebrate. Yeah. So I got a question. Yeah. Um, when did Black History Month actually become a thing in society? Do you know when? So, I do not know when. I do not. 1976. <laughs> 1976 is That's when. It? That, uh, right? That's not that long ago. Yeah. Like. But think about it. The Civil Rights Act wasn't until 1964. Right. 65. You're right. Six, six, 64. Yep. 64. I mean, think about it. That's. Yeah. That wasn't that long ago either. 1976, just to give you a little bit of historical context, and I might have to pull my notes out because, like, I have a bunch of just random historical facts in my head, um, and and I don't want to confuse you with them. (laughs) But 76 is when, like, it became a thing. You know what? I'm actually not that surprised. No, I'm actually very surprised that it was so close to the Civil Rights Act, Mm -hmm. to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Nah, it was President Ford who kind of like said, hey, everybody, let's make this, you know, a thing. We're going to celebrate and acknowledge the achievements of, you know, the black people. Yeah. I need to learn so more about Ford. He, yeah, I know, right? So he was the one who said, let's do it. I'm pretty sure that there was some motive or something hit. It always is. Always. It was a motive or something hit behind it. But the way that it was celebrated before is... um. It was, I think at first it was a week, like it was a week. We're celebrating African-American week or or Black History Week. And then a historian um, kind of started to push and was like, hey, and, and kind of made it a thing. And I think it started to kind of transition its way through um, historically Black colleges and universities. And they kind of picked it up and then got a big push. And then that's kind of how it extended from just the week to the month um i know a lot of people ask let me see if i can get my notes up i know a lot of people ask about why february hmm. and that was something i had to go back and i was like why february like uh, i yeah, knew I the know. little the little tidbits um but according to according to you know my notes here like february is kind of like when you know, when like everything happened, like major stuff, it was like Abraham Lincoln's birthday, I think is in February. Um, they say in February, when was the, um, there was something big. There was another, something else big in February that happened. Is that when they signed the 13th amendment? Yeah. The 13th amendment. I think that was in February. So it was a lot of like key factors and things that they said, Hey, 
February, and it was the first or second week in February usually when it happened. So that's how come February was chosen. I was like, nah, they just tried to give us the shortest month. Like, you know me? You know me? I'm pretty sure a lot of other people uh, of, of my skin tone probably thought the same thing. They just trying to give us the, the shortest month of the year, you know. Um, but the significance behind a month came from, you know, some life uh like factors, life, yeah, life-altering life factors, ah, yeah. Gotcha. So that's that's where it was. Um, yeah, the Thirteenth Amendment. Mm. So that that was it. Um, like I said, Abraham Lincoln. His birthday was in in February. It was somebody else. Somebody else was born in February too. Okay. Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass. His birthday was in February. All right. Um, so all of those kind of like. Okay. Put it into like February is it. This is the the month. Um, and then once again, like my note said, it started out as as a week. So um, it was celebrate. It was celebrating the achievement of of African-Americans um, and recognizing their role in U.S. history. Um, and it also is recognized when I say it. Black History Month is also recognized as African-American History Month. So it kind of goes back and forth, I guess, depending on who you are and when you remember it um, becoming a thing. So if you're probably a little bit older, you may remember it being African-American History Month and then it transitioned into Black History, um, Black History Month. Yeah. So that's interesting. I kind of I wonder, you know, I wondered earlier this week as we transitioned into February and you start seeing all these posts by people like that are celebrating um, some of the amazing contributions that black individuals have had in our society. And I, I also wondered if there is any recognition of the fact that, like you said, the contributions that black African-American individuals have had, but not necessarily in the ways that most of America wants to celebrate. Mm -hmm. So for instance, the reason that America could become the economic powerhouse that it did is because the founders went to Africa, stole people from Africa to bring to America as slave labor that they did not pay. Mm -hmm. Instead, they used violence to bring them to America and then to work the fields to build up our institutions, to mm -hmm. build our economy, to build everything. And there has never been any like payment for that. Um, right. But I just kind of wonder if people don't really want to acknowledge that aspect of the role that African-American, black American peoples have had in our society. Right. You know, mm -hmm. like people celebrate the good and rightfully so. And I'm like, but what about the part of history that nobody likes to talk about because ew, it makes us feel so icky, but it's. It's a legitimate part of our history. Right. You know? You, I could see it that way, whereas it's kind of like, dang, we got to do something. Here's a month. Here's a month. Like, we got to do something. Consider it payment of 400 years of beating and killing your people and using you to build our economy. But here's a Thank month. Thank you. Here's yeah. a month. Here's a month. Every year you get one month. Yeah. Where we pretend to educate people. Yeah. <laughs> So there are a couple of other places that also celebrate Black History Month. 
Really? Yeah. Like I, now, other countries? Now, yeah. Now this, I, yes. Now this, I just learned as I was kind of looking up some some information and stuff because I wanted to share something with you that you probably wasn't aware of. And if you are aware of this, then tell somebody else because I surely wasn't. So also celebrate celebrating Black History Month is the UK, Canada, Germany, the Netherlands, and the Republic of Ireland. Interesting. Yeah. Um, some of those more recent, when I say more recent, within the past decade. Um, but yeah, huh. also celebrate Black History Month. I was like, wait a minute. I had to go and look up like five different resources just to make sure I wasn't about to misspeak. And, and it is legit. I think it's fair. I think it's a fair evaluation to say, though, you remember even, I think it was two years now that we did the um, series where we went international and did our research internationally Mm -hmm. to talk to interracial couples. And what we discovered was that there is still a large amount of bias, prejudice, stereotypes around the world. Oh, yes. Countries that we would consider first world, you know, the United Kingdom, um, a lot of the countries in Europe and they were just saying like, this is still a thing over here too, you know? So where I, I was like, honestly, I considered Europe more progressive, but no, they said it's still a thing, but they also celebrate it as well. That's good. So, um, yeah, that's something that I learned. I was like, Oh wow. You know, cause most of the time you, you learn the, the deep stuff. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, all right. Germany. Like, let's go, let's celebrate then. That history month. Okay, Germany. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this this is what I, I got another question for you. Mm-hmm. As we um, raise our kids, like, how are we gonna make sure that they understand and know and celebrate their blackness? Yeah. Like, I was actually thinking about that last week. Of like, I wanted to ask their teachers. Hey, what are they learning this month for Black History Month? Like, just out of curiosity, because I, I don't, I know what they learned about voting yep, in November. They, mm-hmm. they learned a lot about voting. I mean, they, they did ba- They made their little yeah ballots and everything. I mean, they actually went through the process of voting. They did. They learned. They learned about voting. Yeah. Um, I think that they learned pretty well. I did. I was like hoping that they would learn a little bit more. Like, I know they learned about Susan B. Anthony, which is great. Yeah. And I'm like, and I, I like kind of wish that you would have learned about like Ida B. Wells and like, you know, all the, but that's okay. So I don't know. I was actually thinking about that of what do we tell them and when is it an appropriate time, you know, to right. start talking, which I think now is, I mean, I'm not going to lie. So yeah. So I don't know. There's a lot I want them to know, and I want them to know the truth about the country and the way that yeah. their ancestors were treated and about the way that sometimes their family is still treated in America. You know what? I I challenge um, anyone out there to like take opportunity to learn about it, but not only that. To celebrate it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I mean a little bit further and deeper than a social media post. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm just keeping it real. Like, you know, I know some people are like, hey, we celebrated Black History Month. We posted on, you know, Facebook a picture of a black person who did something special or important. Like, 
you know, take it a, take it a step further. I challenge, you know, the the schools. I know that when February come February 14th comes around, the kids going to be making Valentine's Day cards and you know, doing all of that stuff. You know, what about the rest of the month of February? Like right. it's a whole month dedicated to um acknowledging um and, and celebrating the achievement of black people and um appreciating them so that's my challenge for anybody that's listening like learn more and and if you're in a position like i say celebrate it yeah i don't know that's just me i agree no i think you celebrate i think you educate i think along with education i think you need to celebrate um and i think i don't know there's got to be education so that we can start to, like we say in like our tagline, you know, bridge that gap between racial boundaries because yeah. it's still there. Obviously, there have been multiple things that have happened. Even since 2021, we saw the insurrection at the Capitol. Yeah. You know, and people going in waving Confederate flags. Well, what do you actually know about the Confederacy? And if you know all that you say you know... They're and losers. You're, and you're going in to the Capitol with a Confederate flag. <laughs> They're losers. Then That's what I know. you must have holdover of of racial of of white supremacy. There's no other way to say it. Yeah. So if that's true and you do know everything about the Confederate flag, then like don't be taking it into the Capitol in 2021 trying to reestablish your claim on America, right? So I, I think we have a lot of work to do in yeah, the United a lot of work. States. And I think it's education. I think it's celebration. I think for us and our kids, it's going to be making them proud of who they are. Right. Um, you know, and that's and that's something I hope we can continue to do. Yeah. My challenge to, to the to the black people, the African-American people out there, um, don't be ashamed and embarrassed to celebrate Black History Month. Don't be ashamed and embarrassed to celebrate your blackness. Um, I know sometimes some people may feel um, not not so much scared or ashamed, but like they don't want to be that person, you know, or they don't want to make somebody feel uncomfortable. Um, and I say, hey, in your celebration, obviously do it with class if you want to. But don't be ashamed. Like I challenge you to celebrate um, the month. I put a post on social media that um, February is the is the after party for being black. March through January. <laughs> <laughs> it's like March through January. It's like I made it. So February is like the after party to where we get to the celebrate for for making it. Is it better to go to the after party? What if it's the kickoff party no. for like March through or make May- yeah wait, March through January? <laughs> That's how it is. So you know when you go to the after party and you like party and, and you have fun and you celebrate and you come out of it on a high like that okay, carry okay, you okay. from March okay. to January. You okay. know. <laughs> So I put that post out there and oh man, people just reached out to me and was just like, Man, you know what? You know, some people laughed, they was like, Oh man, you're crazy. But then they were like, you know what? Like it, it almost is kind of true. It's like you get your month to shine and you shine and, and make the most noise. And then when March comes around, it's like you still black, so now what? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you lose some of the some of the grace. Yeah. February, they almost let you get away with anything. It's like you ain't even got to use your black card in February. You just kind of just like go for it. And people be like, all right, it's February. Black History Month. We're going to give you a pass on this one. 
March come around. All right. February is your hall pass. You know, February is our hall pass. Oh man. So if I if I would say if I would challenge white people, then I would. Oh gosh. (laughs) I'll let you have this one. I'm going to let you have this one. Um, education, even if you think it's unnecessary, okay? For the people who think that, oh, color doesn't matter. I'm colorblind. Maybe educate yourself on the past four or 500 years of the history in America and then ask yourself a very important question of, do you really think that you should continue to act like you're colorblind? Um, also maybe if you are in a, I don't know, home improvement store, don't be a white racist jackass. That's it. Oh, since she said that, let me tell y'all what happened, man. <laughs> and then before we get too carried away, cause I feel like I said all I needed to say oh, okay. in this little short episode It's just, I, I wanted to acknowledge black history month and I wanted to maybe share some things with some people that. You know, they maybe didn't know. Um, but what she's referring to is I was out in the store and I was shopping, y'all. And I'm pretty good at keeping my cool, you know, obviously publicly. I'm, I'm pretty good at, at keeping my cool because uh, I got a family I got to get back home to. You know, I have an image um, that I have to upkeep. And one, you know, self-respect It's like, come on, I'm not about to get out here and act crazy in these streets, you know, <laughs> But I was in the store shopping, and, and, and um, I had my mask on. And I was doing my social distancing thing, and uh, a clerk in the store was assisting me with a question that I had. And this old gen- older gentleman, um, he was white, um, did not have a mask on, first of all. <gasps> rolled right up on me, probably about two feet from within me, right? And I was just like, all right. I'm like, this about, this not about to be good. Because, first of all, you got to get up out my space a little bit. But he started talking to the clerk who was helping me and said, hey, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Um, I need help. And the clerk was like, "Okay, sir, I'm going to get to you next. Let me finish helping this gentleman right here. And he was like, I've been here for a long time and I don't understand why you can't help me now. So I'm just like, oh, boy, like I try to keep my face together because my mask don't really hide that well. But my eyes started stretching. was like, oh, boy, this is really about to happen like this. So I took a couple of steps back just, you know, for my own safety. And the man, this white man said, I don't understand how you can help people like that before you help me. And I didn't say nothing. I just stood there. And the clerk, I mean, he just handled it so professionally. He was like, sir, well, he was here before you. And we want to make sure that we help him. And then I'll get to you when I can. So this guy... This guy proceeded to say, and he said people like him before you help me. And this guy proceeded to say, I probably spend more in this store than he's ever spent in this store. And y'all get my money. And like basically he was saying his money was better than me. And he got more money. He spent more money in this store. And and because of me, I'm guessing because I was black, because he said people like him before you help me. Uh, And he just went on and on. And I could see when he was talking, like spit and stuff was kind of coming. I was trying to stay back because I didn't want the COVID to jump off, to <laughs> jump off on me, right? Then I really would have had to show my behind up in that store. <laughs> that man would have spit the COVID on me in there, and I'm trying to practice my six feet, and I got the mask on, and he ain't got no mask. But yeah, this dude, and I mean, this was in the store, and and this all was the, like a week ago. Yeah, all the people just looking around, 
And they just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And then this is what's so crazy. Like, and it bothered me a little bit, but not really. It's like when other people were kind of approaching to see what was going on, I could almost feel like they were looking at me like I did something wrong. And I I was there first. The guy was helping me. I didn't do anything wrong. I had my mask on. I was practicing my six feet social distance. And this old white dude came up here and just tried to intervene. And the, the clerk was doing his job and continued to help me. And this man was just ranting and raving about how he don't understand how the clerk could help people like me before helping him and how he spent so much money and he spent more money than I probably ever spent there. And then as the people were kind of walking up to see what was going on, they all looking at me like I did something. And I was just like, I'm just here just trying to, you know, get a question answered so I can get this wood and go back to my house. So the clerk finished helping me um, and, and the dude kind of like was all pissed off and then just kind of marched off as the dude continued to help me. But yeah, I came home and told April and she was just like, what? I was like, I didn't do nothing. No, I made it home, obviously, you know, but I was, I was angry. She was upset but about it. But the kids it. were running around. I couldn't like yeah, she, say what I wanted to yeah, say. Yeah, I was, I was very disappointed one in that guy. Um, and obviously, you know, he was bitter about something. I mean, I don't know. Maybe who he voted for lost the, <laughs> lost the election or something. I don't, I'm just, this is me making accusations. Something, something had this dude, you know, if he, it was went, probably yeah, your fault. I it, don't know. It <laughs> could have been my fault. Or people like you. People that's, like me. That's what I he said. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, on this Black History Month, um, let's make sure that we acknowledge, celebrate, and remember the achievements of black people. Um, and I say, not let's, this, let's not just do it this month. Like if something happens, like, and you know, it happens in March, it happens in June, like still show that appreciation. Like, you know, I want my hall pass to be all year, not just in February. <laughs> That's basically what I'm saying. I want my hall pass to be all year. I want y'all to appreciate me. I want y'all to give me the same grace that other people get all year, not just in February. Let me, um, just, we can, we can close with this or if you have something else, but I just want to celebrate, um, black history month and just be like a proud auntie that our nephew Malik just got to dance literally like half an hour ago, an hour ago in the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh yeah. For the weekend. My nephew. And that was so cool. Yeah. So as like my parting, my last thing, I just want to say congratulations, yeah. Malik. We, it, you did awesome. It was a really cool performance and we're proud of you. Yeah. So, happy Black History Month. Um, if you old school, happy African American History Month. Um, we just had to do an episode. We couldn't go all of February and not do an episode. Um, so, hopefully you learned something new. Um, if you didn't, go you know, pull up an article, do some research, learn something. Um, look up somebody who you, you know, you're not familiar with and, and see if you can learn something new. And like I said, let's just continue to... Make sure that we grow with each other. Um, and as we like to say, let's continue to bridge the gap between racial boundaries. That's all I got. That's all I got. All right. Until the next time. Bye. Peace. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Success in Black and White, the podcast. The podcast. Music engineered and produced by DJ Vance. Remember that you can join our email list at successinblackandwhite.com. 
for more ways on how you can help bridge the gap between racial boundaries. I'm April. And I'm Daryl. We're We're out. out.